Trash. Trash. Hey gang, welcome back to another episode of the We Speak English Good podcast. Today's guest is none other than Gray Couts. Now, Gray is a visual artist and he is based in Los Angeles. He is Boston native, but uh, relocated, relocated, he relocated to Los Angeles, which I can relate. I, I, I'm, well, I mean, I'm not East Coast, I'm not Boston, but I am Midwest and we share that same sentiment in, in regards to the areas we're from. And, and I think we both hate snow. So <laughs> that's fair to say. I think we both hate snow. Uh, uh, so, you know, I went to San Diego, he went to LA and uh, he's enjoying his fourth year out there and just killing it. So uh, I, I had a really great conversation with Gray. And unfortunately, my internet has been such, we, we moved into a new place and the internet went down i couldn't stream it so this is not a live stream so this is just a one-on-one -on -one, which you know it's old school baby old school um but we have interruptions in the feed because i'm actually uh, uh i'm using my phone's hotspot to do the zoom call so oh god it it, it cuts in and out so um, I, I tried cutting all those areas out so, you know, it's kind of seamless. But just so you know, you know, things might get a little wonky in here. I'm just letting you know. But we, we're going to do another one. And uh, I think that's going to be so cool because he wants to paint my energy. And I'm like, yes, let's paint my energy, which is already wild. It's wild energy over here. But you guys can go find Gray, his website at G-R-E-Y-C-O-U-T-T-S.com. Go check it out. There's links in the show notes. There's also uh, a link to his art page as well. And I think there's, I'm just going to put the link tree in there so you guys can just go check him out, follow him up, make sure that you give him some love. And uh, 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 yeah, Gray will be coming up here shortly. But first go to rainamystique.com, R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com and go check out her stream on twitch which is twitch.tv slash reina mystique she streams four days a week mondays through thursdays 8 a.m to 11 a.m uh eastern standard time uh you can also find we speak english good on twitch it's twitch.tv slash we speak english good we stream mondays and fridays at 12 p.m eastern standard time which is gonna probably change here shortly but if you enjoy the podcast come and fucking hang out with the live stream we have a great time ask questions be a part of the community join the discord we're doing things folks we are doing it um you can also like subscribe review like us on facebook instagram oh god i hate facebook twitter <laughs> i don't even know why i say facebook anymore tiktok we're even on rumble god damn it on rumble can you believe it we're on rumble as well so go check it out it's only because we got uh we got censored by youtube a couple times for the content uh, and what we're talking about and if you've been with the show for a long time y'all know that it's just we get a little into the weeds and that's okay it's okay to get into the weeds it's just it's weird when you have corporate overlords telling you what you can and cannot say uh for the government basically you know the, the, <laughs> the government can't censor you so send the technocrats anyways moving on um 
go and check out Saucy Chicken Nuggets stream. That's uh, mine and my son's stream. We have a great time over there. It's twitch.tv slash Saucy Chicken Nugget with one N. We stream on the weekends, so come and get some love. Um, yeah, like, subscribe, review. Like, Oh, yeah, we already did that. Oh, my God. I didn't do the subscribe or review. Subscribe to us on Apple iTunes or follow us on, 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 on the Spotify's. You can subscribe to us on um, YouTube and Twitch. You can also leave a review. You can leave a review on Spotify. You can uh, you can push the five stars if you like us. And you can leave a review on Apple iTunes or anywhere you can write a review. We'll try to find those reviews and read them on air. You can write the show at WeSpeakEnglishGood at gmail.com. All right, guys, that's enough out of that. Let's jump into our conversation with gray now it's kind of a short conversation gray had some um, other meetings and stuff to get to so we didn't have a chance to do you know hours and hours <laughs> you know how we like to do it here but we had a great conversation with the time that we had so again there is some interruptions because of the bad internet connection but you know hopefully my uh, expertise editing will uh, seem seamless, which it won't. I'm just guaranteeing you. But it, it, we had a great time and a great conversation. And uh, and Gray is a fabulous artist. So again, go check out GrayCounts.com and uh, let's get on with it. Everybody, put your hands together for Gray. So much for doing this. I, I really appreciate you coming on the show. Um, what you're in LA right now, and I, I used to live in California a few years ago. I, I lived in San Diego for about 13, 14 years, okay. and I go back and forth now because I still tour with a reggae band out there. And um, uh, uh, and since the pandemic, I've just been seeing going back and forth just how much, I mean, even San Diego and, and going through LA and stuff. I mean, I've just seen how, how crazy things have gotten in regards to like the homelessness and, and how, how things are kind of ran a lot differently. I'm in Ohio now and we haven't worn masks and no one's had to mandate anything for over a year now, but like you go to California, it's a completely different thing. So I'm just curious on how you've been, what you've been noticing about your environment, and uh, um, I don't know, maybe how that affects what you do as an artist. Yeah. Uh, so when COVID hits, everything was just shut down. You know, mm -hmm. um, and going to the grocery store was like a treat. Like <laughs> I think for everybody else too. Yeah. Um, but during that time, it kind of gave me. It, I got laid off from one of my jobs uh, because the COVID hit and then I was on unemployment and it gave me the time to kind of just like get more quiet, you know, and uh, sit with my projects, which I was blessed to have the income coming in at that time and the ability to do so. Um, but then you speak about the homeless. It's uh, it's got a little crazy because I literally saw a video my roommate sent me yesterday with the homeless man on fire on Hollywood Boulevard. Um, just his whole body just on fire. 
Um, and then Spider-Man on Hollywood Boulevard came over and starts like trying to pat him out with a backpack. Oh my god. Um, oh my god. That, that's intense. It's comical, but it's also like, what nope. is going on, you know? Uh, there's another story about this woman who was just walking down Hollywood Boulevard and a homeless man dumped a bucket of diarrhea on her and then she died because of it. Oh my god. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. things have gotten, you know, that's the thing. Like, like, you know, I, I, driving, just driving through and seeing like how it's affected, like where people are camped out, you know, there's whole camps going on. There's over, uh, you know, the whole overpass situation. It's just completely full and it's mm -hmm. just gotten so uh, intense out there. I don't know. Is it, can you feel it? I don't, I don't know if it's palpable for you, but I mean, it, it like LA for me is always a, um, every time I leave LA, um, I feel like a, a certain amount of stress alleviate. Maybe it's because of the traffic and how terrible it is, but uh, it's also I feel like there's there's an energy out there that's just it's unequivocal. And and uh, me being from the Midwest and and you're from the East Coast, you know, like that whole experience going out west for me was just like mind blowing because the energy is crazy. So, I mean, you have to feed off that considering how you uh, interact with your art and, and just doing some reading about you and how you, uh, you know, you, you can feel intensely of other people's feelings and you sort of can translate that into your art. Is there, is there, uh, is there a palpable uh, uh, energy out there that that is being expressed through what you're doing, or or can you feel it in general, like the chaos and and the, I don't know. It almost feels like a little unhinged out there right now. Yeah. So when I first moved from Boston to California, the energy is completely different. Hmm. There's just a whole different type of person that's out here. Yeah. Uh, and what I genuinely <laughs> liked about it was the fact that most people are chasing for something and that's what i'm doing too um <laughs> yeah so i was able to align myself with certain individuals uh who i related to on a deeper level than i would normally in boston because i feel like in boston the vibe is oh i'm gonna get my 40 hour week job i'm gonna go get my iced coffee and i'm gonna go home after work and i'm gonna sit there and watch these reality dating shows and i was just like what what the hell is going on that i i don't belong here um so the energy in la it is crazy you know um and you have to protect yourself yes uh and when i say protect yourself it's like you have to align yourself with the correct people because you're gonna meet so many people and everybody has different motives uh there's like social climbers there's just people who use you to get to where they want to go. Uh, but then you find those genuine people who really align with you and can grow with you. Um, so, and besides the, the overall work energy, there are times where like during the election, um, you could feel the tenseness of the city. And after, after uh, it was over, it like, I felt like a, like it was all calm and uh and even COVID, it's like stepping outside there's just so much like tenseness uh it's like everybody reacts in like a horde mentality especially if they're all glued to the news you know um and it does affect the individual and the masses yeah yeah totally and and when you're working uh over COVID and 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 going through all these experiences that you know you and 
uh, you know, a, a city as a whole and, and, and a world as a whole, a country as a whole is like, did any of that translate into your work? Did you notice a change or a shift in what you were doing? Yeah, it was uh, getting back, like, cause it was more of a quiet time for me, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, and I didn't have my usual job. So I would wake up in the morning and I would be like, okay, well, what should I do today? Because I can't really do anything. I'm supposed to stay in my house. So I was able to sit down with collage and put on some Netflix show and just sit there for hours and just like really actually focus and take it as a full-time job. Yeah. Um, so I took that time to really reset and take my craft to the next level. And yes, I did do a few pieces specifically based off of COVID. Um, one specifically, it was this orange circular drippy, like, uh, vortex. Mm -hmm. And the only, when I was just staring at it, I was like, this is the current state of earth right now. It's <laughs> mad chaos. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, are you familiar with Beeple at all? Uh, the the graphic yes. artist. Um, watching, watching, first of all, not just Beeple, but like watching musicians and watching visual artists and graphic artists all sort of come out in masses and, and, and express themselves was incredible to me. I thought it was really cool to see like, well, what else are we doing? You know, and, there, and I talked to a lot of people over COVID and there was this sort of split for me talking to people where it's like, on one hand, they're like, I can't do anything but watch TV right now. It's like, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> and then there were people who were very motivated and it didn't seem to be like anyone in between. It seemed to be like extremely unmotivated to work and, and you know, do what they like to do and, and drink and watch Netflix and whatever it was to get you by in these crazy times uh and, or it went the other way where it was intensely working which for me that's where it was because you know i had to transfer my whole life because my life was dependent on live gigs in some aspects you know it's like you know as an artist as a creative <clears throat> somebody that works for themselves, you have your hands in a lot of different pots. And, 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 and for, you know, not for, there's some people out there who are just like, I'm just a composer and that's all I do. But even they are working on different pieces at one, you know, at one time for different sure. projects. So, you know, you're constantly working on different things to sort of make ends meet and make things work, you know, financially and mentally, I suppose. Uh, but but the it, it was a restructuring for me, whereas I had to uh, figure out what what do I do now, and and that's how the Twitch stream came, and and it, it I was able to take my podcast from like this really fun thing that I used to do to like a real business, and like now I get sponsors yeah. and it's paid, and it's like you know so like it was a very transformative thing for me where. It, like you were saying, it, it, it took it to the next level. So it was really amazing to see, um, you know, uh, artists as a whole sort of either, you know, stay home and drink and do whatever they're doing or, or like elevate to the next level because right. we didn't have to, a, a rigid schedule to stick to. We could just focus purely on what we we're doing. Especially for you, the music, all the music, live music is shut down, you right. know. Right. Uh, so you had to figure something out. Like, what do you? What else are you gonna do? So that's amazing that you're here now and you're doing. Uh, 
you've been able to level yourself up and yeah. still do your music, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, well, and, uh, yeah, this is, I mean, Twitch, I don't know if you're familiar with Twitch, but Twitch has gaming, which is primarily what they are, what they're known for, but they also do like visual artists are on here, um, uh, uh, music streamers and all that stuff sort of really blew up on this platform. And so, yeah, that whole, what do you fill the void with and how do you, it, it, you, we switch like my wife, me and my wife work together, you know, play music together. And now she's doing really well with the music side of Twitch. And she, she, I mean, a couple of weeks ago, she was playing for like 15,000 people. It was like, what, what the wow. hell is even happening? You know what I mean? So it's like, it was a complete shift. Um, you know, unfortunately, Twitch doesn't pay as well as live gigging and going out and working as a, you know, studio and, and, uh, and a live gigging musician, but it's there and it's something that, that, um, that we were able to focus on. And it is another stream of, of income and another stream of, of sort of exposure. And it's been really interesting. So I really enjoyed seeing that happen with artists. I really enjoyed seeing people sort of flourish within what they were doing because they had the opportunity to sort of dig into what they do. Yeah, exactly. You're saying it's, it was either time to like level up or just stay where you were. So some people are honestly just more comfortable, just like never changing, you know, right. but the bright side, I guess, of the whole COVID situation is we had those months where we got to sit there and every day wake up and we're like, am I going to change my life for the way that I want to change it? Or am I going to stay the same? Yeah. And I think we both, uh, we both succeeded in the best way possible. Yeah, I, for <laughs> sure, for sure. So, I mean, I, I would love to talk to, uh, you know, like something that sticks out to me when, you know, just doing a little bit of research about you and looking into what you do is this idea of spirituality and how you, it affects your art and how you incorporate it into your art. Could you go in a little bit about that and kind of uh, uh, explain what you mean by that? Because spirituality is a very broad term it's, yeah. especially in southern uh, california you hear a yeah, very no, spiritual person <laughs> but i'm not i'm not clowning on I'm, you I'm at not all floating right now so it doesn't make sense right <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> uh yeah so um i guess growing up uh i never really knew that i was able to like feel energy you know um mm -hmm. so it was always confusing to me and i feel like it translated more into anxiety uh, mm. and when I started making art, I kind of felt a sense of purpose. Um, and at that same time, I was going through a spiritual awakening, you know? Uh, so all these crazy things were happening and I found the like, best like form what? of therapy for like, me. Like, like what was happening? Um, just, I mean, I'm thinking of like in college, like, uh, I would just be, okay, I think like the veil kind of lifted for me and I wasn't ready for that. And when I say the veil lifted, like all of these, the limitations that are usually set in people's minds were kind of gone for me. Uh, so I'd just be sitting around the table, a bunch of people, and then I just know things. And I was just like, whoa, I don't want to know these things. Like, and then I would, it would get confirmed. <laughs> wait, wait, <laughs> like, like, hold on, hold on. Okay, like, well, like what's happening, right? 
Wait, wait. So like almost like reading minds. I mean, like, I, I mean, like I'm sorry. A little bit. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, and that's like telepathy, you know, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not ready for that stuff. Uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to, <laughs> I'm just trying to live, you know, I got my own shit. <laughs> right. Right. Um, and then just like being around certain people, there'd be a very, very tense feeling that I would get. And then through research, I'd understand, okay, well, you're sensing somebody's energy. And I think I used to think that that was weird, you know, like, and I remember like Tumblr was big. I'd be going into like the deep Tumblr uh, spiritual pages and like trying to figure out like, what was actually happening to me. And then I, one day it just kind of made more sense. And, uh, and it was, it's like something that a lot of people and almost everybody has the potential to uh, feel. It's just about the limitations they set on themselves. And then like the whole detoxification of the body and the mind. Um, and that comes with like a lot of self-help. Uh, so I came very familiar with the self-help section of the bookstore. Um, and there's this one book called Creative Visualization by Shakti Gawain. And it literally changed my entire life. Um, I had an outer body of experience when I was buying the book in the bookstore. And um, my little sister was with me. And I just remember her staring at me. She's like, what, what are you doing? I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, and I guess I was just standing there looking at the uh, the cashier for like two minutes. And uh, she was like, are you okay? And I was like, well, I think we need to go. <laughs> so I, just, I just paid for the book and he just ran out. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, wait. So what was that experience um, like then? When, I mean, when you say out-of-body experience, what, what were you experiencing when, when, you know, this realm was still here looking at this shell of a person who uh, is, yeah. is no longer there? Where did you go? Where, what was it that you were experiencing? So I just got back from a, a summer trip to Germany um, that was hosted through my school. So I got to do courses over there. Uh, and so it was like just me checking out some courses for, for my regular semesters. Um, and that experience like really changed my life because I was still super shy and like anxious at that time. So I think going abroad and breaking my norm uh, started to allow me to even like more, be more receptive of these things because I was pushing, pushing myself mentally. Um, and I, I found this book from online somewhere and it just spoke to me so we went to this i pulled up to the bookstore with my sister and i'm in the car and i had this big pimple on my cheek yeah. and, and i remember just like looking in the mirror i was like damn i don't want to go into the bookstore because i have this huge pimple <laughs> and i was like whatever so we went in i got the book and i remember walking down the the bookstore aisle to the checkout and then all of a sudden I realized that I'm actually watching myself walk down the bookstore aisle and I can see that big pimple on my face that I saw in the mirror in the car. And I was like, this is a little strange. Uh, and then the next thing I know, I'm just staring at this pink dot on a people magazine and my sister is standing there next to me, just staring at me. And then she taps me. She's like, what are you doing? I was like, what, what are you talking about? Uh, but basically I, I was outside of my body looking at myself by this book mm -hmm. and the whole pimple thing was just funny because I was in my car saying I didn't want to go into the store because people are going to see the pimple but I actually saw my own pimple on my face um, so and then after reading that book 
I understood complete everything about how I've been feeling and it described energy perfectly. And there were techniques uh, for protection and meditations. And I've read it probably five times and I listened to the audiobook probably over 20 times. Wow. And I recommend it to everybody. Create a visualization, the book. Yes. Uh, uh, so, so what are some of the techniques and stuff that you sort of learned in this book that sort of ho- allowed you to hone in? Uh, I, I imagine that once you've sort of discovered these, I don't know, skills, I don't know what you want to call them, that you wanted to sort of hone them in and, and maybe, you know, sharpen your tools with them because they can be very useful, I assume, uh, unless they're just randomly hitting you and it freaks you out all the time. But I, I assume that you're like, when you recognize that this these abilities that you had, that you wanted to sharpen them and then create a visualization, maybe help, you know, hone that in. So yeah. what are some of the things you said, meditations and some other things, uh, yeah, if you could get more example, specific. Just, yeah. yeah, there's... um. There's this one called the pink bubble technique. So basically, you and I hope I don't butcher this, uh, but you get <laughs> you imagine in your mind something that you want, and you put the thought in your mind, and then you kind of imagine a pink bubble surrounding that thought, and then once it's there, you release it from your head, and you visualize it just floating off into the universe. Um, and by doing that, it's basically you're releasing it from you. So if it's meant to come to you, it will come to you. And if it's not meant to come to you, you've still released a thought and it's still out there. Maybe it will manifest uh, tomorrow or then, or maybe it will come to you in five years or maybe it even won't come to you, you know? But it's just like the simple action of putting it out there saying, this is something that I want. Uh, And if it's aligned with you and your life purpose, then it will come to you. Um, So I'll be one. And then the, the other one was like a protection technique. So basically, I believe it's called a white bubble. It's also another bubble. I don't know. Maybe we like bubbles. Whatever uh, <laughs> <laughs> works, You baby. just kind of like armor up for your day. Yes, you know, right. like you ever go somewhere, like let's say you go to a grocery store or something and you just kind of like, you're just not having it and you don't really want to deal with anybody. So you just got to protect yourself, right? So yeah. all you do is in the morning or whenever you're about to leave your house, just kind of like stand there or sit there. And just visualize like a white bubble surrounding your entire body. And by you doing this, you're you're setting that barrier between your energy and other people's energy that might come in. Mm. Um, so reading that book and learning those techniques helped me kind of what I was talking about in my college days, like move through life more fluidly without being affected by other people's emotions. Yeah. Um, and and when I would get and have those intense feelings, that's when I would go to my art. Yeah. Um, it would almost be like a, a release, you know? Right. Um, so if I'm feeling a certain emotion, it might be very intense. And that's when I would go, I was living at my parents' house in Boston at that time. And I would just run outside barefooted, grab my spray paint, just start throwing uh, paint at the canvas. And then I'd, uh, I'd come to realization again. And I'd be like, damn, that looks pretty cool. <laughs> When you, uh, do you, um, so, you know, like when you're in the midst of creating and and doing, you know, a a piece, are you sort of tapping into that side where you almost like, where you almost, um, where gray 
the conscious human being that's before me now sort of dissipates and then or or, or are you very focused and you're like oh i'm got i gotta get this energy here and this is where i'm focused is there sort of a separation do you feel like something else takes over or where your body you separate from yourself or is it something very focused and in, intent and you work with intent i think it's a little bit of both you know mm. uh and I just recently learned that about myself too. Mm -hmm. Like what you just said, like, I didn't know I could do that. I didn't, for these years <laughs> I've been doing this and I don't know what's going on, but like yeah, yeah. Uh, last June, it kind of like hit me, you know, uh, something happened uh, and it kind of like spiraled me out a little bit and what I turned to my art and I literally shifted my entire skill set, uh, and during that time, I was reacting from like the hurt and the emotions that I was feeling, and then I was expressing it onto the canvas. Mm. And I, uh, yeah, I always kind of knew that's what I was doing, but at that same time, I, that's when it hit me. I was like, oh, so this really is the emotion that's coming from me instead of me, like, yeah, I like to vent to people and you know like ask for advice but the best advice i can give myself is to just interpret my own emotion through paint um and then i look at it and i'm like you know that is what i'm feeling right now <laughs> uh but during that time i i pumped out like eight paintings and i think it was the best work that i've ever made mm. um and to reach on your second point, yes, I'm interpreting my own emotion. Uh, like this one behind me, too. Uh, this was based off of just, it was one of those paintings in that series, you know? So it's, and if you look at a picture of all of them, you can see the, the growth. Hmm. Um, Are they displayed anywhere then, online in a, in, a, in, a, in a series? Yeah, in a series. Um, they're in a few of the interviews that I've done. I, see. I can, I'll send you one after this so you can see. Um, oh yeah, no worries. But, like each one has a story. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's like, it's cool to look at the first one where it was the natural reaction to the spiraling out and then the subtle growth from that. Oh. Uh, so there's, uh, there's like a pattern that I can see, but also can describe to people like, so let's say I have a gallery show. Like that, that would be a great show, you know? Yeah. Uh, but then through that, I, to touch on your second point. I can also bring the energy to the room. So I did a painting for my friend Sebastian and he's in DC, you know, and then he was going through some stuff too. And I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to see what happens here. I'm going to paint you uh, on this canvas. And I've been thinking about it for a while. I went to pick up the canvas, hung it on the wall, just kind of like waiting for it to happen. And I was like, all right, I got the stuff. And he's like, sweet. Send it to me when it's done. Then I FaceTime him five minutes later. I was like, bro, look at this crazy shit that just happened. Uh, and he was like, did you really just make that? I was like, absolutely. And I was able to like point at different pieces on it and like read what was going on with him emotionally. Um, wow. And it just made sense. So, and that's something I'm starting to focus on now is like doing energy portraits of people. Um, so if I was to do your energy portrait, uh, I'm sure like we're, we're receiving, we're transferring energy back and forth right now, you know? Mm. Um, what would happen is that you could either be here with me or I just like have you in my mind hmm. when I'm going to the store, picking out the canvas, selecting the color palette. And then I would focus 
on your energy when I'm going in and I'm painting. And I'm training myself to do these things in 20 to 40 minutes. Wow. So it's kind of like a little experience for people, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I like to have them sitting in the room with me so they can really just like watch what's going on because I just go mental. And I have to, uh, the whole time I'm like battling my ego at the same too, because I'm like, this is shit. But then I was like, no, you're actually uh, a really great artist. So keep going, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's just, <laughs> they're always battling the mind. Yeah, um, yeah. But it's really cool. And the results are always awesome. And the client or the friend who I'm doing this for is always super satisfied. And it, it makes the paintings more special, you know? Uh, it's like you can go to a store and be like, oh, I like this painting of a boat. And I'm like, I'm going to take it home. But like, or you can you can come over and I can paint your energy. And then you have a representation of you hanging on your wall. You know? Yeah, yeah. That, that's really cool. Um, that, that uh being able to do that and then and then you sort of can read it and 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 sort of explain it to people what they're doing what what why and what it's connected how it's connected to the energy that you're feeling that they're putting off yes that's really interesting that's like uh, I, I almost feel like it's like you know not to disparage what you do or, or denigrate but like tea readings you know like you know like oh yes <laughs> it's along the same uh the same thing that's it's a. Uh, Sure. Like, I don't need to have a painting to, like, uh, give you advice about life, but it's, <laughs> it's uh, you know, um, but I think it's cool how it connected back to, that's how I started learning about myself, you know? Mm. Um, yeah. So it's cool for me to, one, learn about myself through my art, but also learn about other people through Absolutely. my art. Um, I, we used to do these, like, drawing tables in college, which I want to, like, make into, like, big events. Um, and I would just learn so much about people just like sitting there watching them like doodle, you know? Yeah. Um, they're like, Oh, I, I can't draw. I was like, what do you mean you can't draw? Like, do you just pick up a pen and just like, it's like, you don't need to draw like a Mona Lisa. Right. You just need to draw a little stick here and then you're, you're on your way. <laughs> yeah. That, that, and that's the thing that people get caught up in their own, I, I guess we call it ego. You know, they get caught up as like, this is not good. So therefore, why would I do this? Why would I pursue it? You know, and a lot of people don't understand that, you know, these things are like skills that like anything else you can build off of and keep moving and, and, and they evolve. And, and it's, uh, it, it's just a lifelong process. Uh, it is. You sort of mentioned, you know, you know, Speaking on ego and stuff, it, it, you know, this idea of imposter syndrome, you know, I'm sure you've heard and probably talked about. Experience. <laughs> yeah, me too, all the time. It's just, it doesn't stop. Well, it hasn't stopped. But, uh, but maybe you've found a way to kind of get a handle on it. Uh, what, what are, I mean, because you are a great artist. And, and uh, I just should mention for our audio listeners that, uh, you know, a, a big part of your art is, is in the abstract realm. So it's not like a, yes. a bowl of fruit or like a body or a, a, a picture of, you know, a landscape or a Bob Ross special. It's like, you know, very, very abstract looking and, and, and drippy. I would just call it drippy. I don't know how it's... <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. It's drippy, colorful, uh, yeah. and expressive. Yeah. That's how I'll define it. It, it. But but uh, the, the the interesting thing is, is that um, you are, you can actually paint. You could do the other things. Is that correct? You could like, you yeah, could do the I, bowl of fruit in the real picture with the right shading and do all that stuff. Mm. Yeah, I mean, still life, you know, it's harder for me to do, okay. but, uh, 
Maybe that was I the mean, wrong yes, example. I, I think, well, at least I, no, no, I understand what you're saying. Well, well like, just I having think, fundamental so skills. I'm sorry. Yeah. So the fundamental skills were always hard for me, and mm-hmm. you know, and that's kind of why I was like, oh, I, I shouldn't go into art. Like, mm-hmm. I look back at my some of my original drawings. I was like, this is garbage, you know. Um, but, <laughs> but again, like the imposter syndrome, you know, and the ego, uh, it will stop you from continuing. Yes. And for some reason, uh, I just kind of just didn't care. Um, like I used to. I remember, I think when I first got to college, I would just like stare at the abstract paintings in the hallways. And I'd be like, that is something that I want to do. Yeah. And I never, never thought that I would be able to do it. But then again, like here we are today, I'm selling paintings. We're having this uh, stream right now, talking about art, like learning about myself, learning about other people. Um, but the imposter syndrome does hit. And not even this didn't happen to me today uh but even if i'm doing another interview or something it's just like who the hell wants to listen to me talk like (laughs) who like who am i like you know like (laughs) um and especially when i i also do music videos uh direct and creative direct them um and that's when it really hits me it's like okay how are you now in los angeles directing a music video like it and you're going to have these crazy painted mannequins just in the back of a convertible. And you're going to just show up on set tomorrow and just make a, a make a crazy uh, backdrop. Yeah. And then I wake up in the morning. I was like, all right, this is what I got to do. And you just got to go do it. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, you got to push yourself past that. Because uh, once you can, once you know, once you can realize that, it's, I think it's easier to uh, move through it. Yes, it's practicing facing, uh, I guess, fears in some ways, fears of failure, fears of looking stupid, fears of like, you know, not being able to come through for the client or whatever it is, all these things that compound, it, the more that you sort of walk through that door and, and, and sort of push those fears to the side, and it's okay that you feel that way. But but the more yes. that you sort of move through that and you push through that, at least what I found is that you sort of get used to, and then you, that's where you sort of build the confidence in yourself where like, okay, I don't know what to expect. I don't know how this is going to go, but I'm a great artist and we'll figure it out when we get there. <laughs> and and there lies yes. the confidence that you sort of can move through those, 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 those closed doors of anxiety and fear, you know, and, and just sort of kick that shit down when you need to because you've done this enough, you've walked through those doors enough, and you've been able to sort of uh, uh, hone in on what you're good at and apply it to whatever situation you might find yourself in. Yeah, it's uh, so like the creative mind, like you're a musician, so you're obviously a creative individual, you know? Um, the creative minds, I feel like we're blessed, but we're also a little like cursed because we want to do so much stuff, right? Um, and it's it might be hard to focus sometimes. One of my professors in school, Yoon Soo Lee, she sat there one day and she told me, she's like, you have so many ideas. Uh, and that's what the creative mind is, you know? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's, it's amazing to have all those ideas, but you need to just reach up into the cloud, pick one, let's like ground that for a second and then make it real. Yeah. And then you can go back, you can go back up to your infinite cloud of ideas and just uh, keep pulling them out. But you're not going to get anywhere if you don't actually focus on one thing. Like you can focus on sure two or three things, but you have to allow yourself to really experience those things to help bring them into reality. Yeah, no, that, that's great. I'm sure that's like 
same with you for like music no uh if you're making a i don't know how you i mean everybody has different processes for writing lyrics or like uh beats or but like how does that work for you um, well, that, you know, it, it's in several ways. I'm a multi-instrumentalist, like a produce and engineer and all that stuff. So like I, uh, like you're saying, there's infinite possibilities, right? Like, especially with these new digital, you know, or not new, they're not new at all, you know, like, um, I, like just the software that's involved with making and recording music and, and these uh, uh, these the software where you can like have synthesizers a, a billion different synthesizers all in your little box computer so like yeah the, the 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 possibilities are infinite and so how do you sort of zone in and hone in on exactly what you want and yeah you could just sit there and play with effects and make noises all you want but what is that and i mean that's fine too right but like are you doing what you, are you are, are you are you actually working on your craft or are you just playing around and 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 that play is part of it too so it, I, I can't talk too much about people who just sort of go and just start fucking around with with noises and stuff but for me personally I start with, if I'm making a beat, it always starts with the drums. But if I'm working with uh, like clients, I write music for clients or, or for different things, um, you know, it, it, there's a description for me. Or there's like, hey, like recently I did a, uh, a song for a gamer um, who, who plays uh, NBA 2K. That's all he plays. But he's a big gamer on Twitch. And he, uh, he was like, I need a, a beat. I need a song that sounds like the Martin theme. And, and so what do you do? You go and, and I, I listen to Martin theme and I'm like, oh, it starts off with these like, you know, punchy horns and it kind of it has that old 90s drum beat and sound. And so you can sort of mine from that. And, and, and that's easy for me. I can throws on me. But but for me, with the infinite possibilities, it's always I start with an idea and, and I've done all the experimenting, you know, like like sort of like the idea of learning sort of the fundamentals of, of art and painting and drawing and shape and stuff like I've learned that stuff to the point where I can sort of access that as a need and, and I'm for I'm far enough within my career and my skill set to sort of just draw from that but for people who are just starting out you know I could see uh, I could see where that uh, focusing on one thing at a time and sort of learn that thing learn it to the best ability or until you're bored of it I guess and, and then you know and then move on to another thing uh, how yeah I, I guess now how, to flip that, how do you do it? How do you sort of reach into the pool of infinity to create something, you know, here in the in this realm of existence? Yeah, well, I feel like what you're saying is valid. Like, you know, like you kind of grow when you're first starting out, you have to really be conscious of that, mm -hmm. uh, especially if you're like scatterbrained or uh, just have too many things going on. Um, but now... I have a lot of stuff going on, uh, but I always need to make sure that there's time to focus, uh, specifically for me, because I have a hard time like focusing, uh, call it ADHD, whatever you want to call it. Uh, who knows? Um, but I, to get into my flow, like, especially when I'm on my computer for going to be on my computer for like 10 hours, because I do graphic design and video editing and mm. a bunch of other stuff. I I've learned that I need to, like kind of have a little ritual. Uh, so whether that be lighting an incense or taking a walk before I have to come sit down or just like listening to this like uh, deep focus music and kind of like zoning myself into the situation that I'm about to be in for the next 10 hours, I found that that really helps me. Mm. Um, 
but as far as pulling the pulling down an idea from the abyss, uh, you just got to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing about, you know, contracts and working, you know, art and business, you know, like sometimes it's just like, well, you have a deadline, stupid. You better come up with something. <laughs> it's, yeah, like, it's like the man telling you like, oh, I want a beat that sounds like this or right. I want a song that sounds like so-and-so. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, okay. Well, uh, yes, I can do that for you. Yes, it is creative, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, is it what I do for myself? No, but mm -hmm. then that, that's the whole business thing. It's right. like, am I going to make a logo today? Yeah, you know, do I necessarily like want to do it? Maybe, <laughs> maybe not. But yeah. I still, I'm going to do it because I'm getting paid for it and they're they're hiring me for my creativity and my creative mind, you know. Right. So it's like different ways of uh, using your creative energy. It's like, Yes, for your own personal fulfillment, which uh, ideally you can live off of, and then you lend it to other people too. Mm -hmm. um, it's like money. It's like it's an, it's an energy exchange at the end of the day. It's like what is your time? What is your energy worth? Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. That that that's such a hard thing for artists. I find uh, a lot of times is that they don't know how to you know they don't know their worth. You know, um, yeah. and, and that can and that can come from like a a deeper than just like a financial thing where it's like they don't know their worth because maybe they don't have self-love or, you know, self-worth, you know, sometimes uh, you find a lot uh, in the artist realm, you find a lot of broken people, you know, a lot of people who've experienced some tragedy and trauma and, 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 and in turn, they've been able to sort of uh, refocus that and repurpose it into something beautiful for everyone to sort of, you know, gawk at, but uh, it, it, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> It, it, you know, how do you sort of, uh, how, how do you sort of, uh, I don't know, I, I lost track where we were. I'm sorry. <laughs> what were we just well, saying? I think it's what you're saying is, uh, it's like you kind of have to reach the bottom to yes. to get to the top. Yes. Uh, and that's just life, you know, it's a, it's a constant up and down. But the, the key is, especially for creatives, I believe, is when you get to that bottom, you just have to realize that, yeah, it might be the worst one yet. But if you can crawl out of it, better yourself, keep pushing, you're going to get to where you're going to go. Like, I was just on a hike before this with my friend, Will, uh, who's a musician. And he just moved here from England uh, about a year ago. And we were talking. He's like, the energy in LA is crazy. And I was like, yeah, sort of what we were talking about to start. Right. And I was like, yeah, man, like people come here and with their contracts and everything and they're like set up right when they get here. But I feel like most of the time when that happens to those people, they get spit out real quick. Hmm. Uh, and it's it's interesting to even watch myself, but other people that I surround my with for I've been here for like almost it'll be four years in July. Oh, cool. Um, the growth that you the growth that you go through, if you really, if you come here, you hustle every day. Uh, it's uncomparable to anything that I'd be able to do in Boston. I can say that with a hundred percent certainty. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you get rejected a thousand times, but there's those few people who will look at you and be like, you know, you, I like you. Like, I'm going to give you a shot. And then all of a sudden you're making music videos and you're uh, painting on a rooftop or doing some crazy shit. <laughs> yeah. No, no doubt, man. It, it's it, it really is that um, you know, if you sort of go out there with um 
I feel like you should have at least a little bit of your shit together before you head out to like a place like uh, LA or, yeah. or New York city. Uh, you have to be like mentally prepared for it. For sure. Um, and it's also like, yeah, you come here, you know what you got to do and then you keep doing it until you are doing it yeah. or you pretend you're doing it until you're doing it. It's all about networking, talking to people, maybe like, Oh yeah. Writing a proposal. Like you don't think is the right proposal for you or then you, then you're selling your piece for two thousand dollars, and you're like, "Damn, I just did that," you know. Uh, yeah. So it's like it's half baking until you make it, but also you have to like believe that you are it, yeah. and then it comes to you. Um, yeah. yeah. And th- and that's hard. And that's kind of going back to what we're saying is like when people are, are having a hard time with like, you know, pricing their work or having s- worth what's what's my time worth? What's my self worth? You know, like it's all interconnected, yeah. right? It's like I have if I if I don't have any self worth, uh, uh, you know, like spiritually, you know, or, you know, uh, inside, then how, how can that translate into something else? Now, of course, there's always those people who like hate themselves and they, there's self-loathing artists who are creating and selling and doing it fine. But, you know, even how that works, I don't know, but there has to be at least a little bit of confidence in what they're doing in order to keep yeah. going. There, some of that isn't, I, I don't think it's a show per, per se. I mean, some people are just, you know, just depressive people, you know, or, or live in this horrible world because of chemical imbalances and stuff. So it, there's some people out there who just can't, you know, get past these certain feelings because of what they're, they're, the way they were built, you know, and, but, but the outcome is like this wild, you know, art or whatever that they're putting out and they find success in. So, you know, I don't know how that works because I just know that my art and my creativity has all correlated with my growth as a human being throughout my entire life. And I know, you know, just from talking to, you know, hundreds of artists that that's, that, this is sort of across the board there, you know, people are like, oh yeah, the more that I grow within, the more, you know, like, it sort of works back and forth. It's like, oh, I hit a new level in art and then you sort of hit a new level in your life and and stuff like that. So I don't, is that how it worked for you as well? Or is that how it works for you? I'll just use the same example. Yeah, like, for example, last June when I was telling you about whatever happened and then I was like, oh, now I'm making the best art of my entire life. Right. Uh, so it's like that that real pit shaped me to a new level. And at the same time as when those times get hard, it's also like you, I try to be grateful for those moments because it's uh, it's the light revealing that whatever was going on was not for you. And this is your time to get rid of that and push forward to get to where you're going. And that noise that was holding you back or was messing with you in whatever way it was, it's, you don't need it. Um, it's like a cleanse. Yeah. And that's like, I've been studying Kabbalah too. It's a, uh, do you know what that is? I don't. Um, it's basically, it's an old Jewish tradition. I'm not Jewish, uh, but it's uh they study it a lot in like spirituality and it's kind of like teachings about how to shift and uh actualize things that are happening in your life more um and sort of like flip the perspective and it's not like a 
it's not like an avoidance of the emotion uh, because that would be like a passive, like, oh, I'm not going to feel this today. Like, and then, yeah, you're, well, you're going to feel it in a year or so because you're just repressing that emotion. You know, um, it's kind of like, uh, it's like looking at a certain situation. I'll use an example. Uh, one of my mentors, Sonia Shelton told me, she's like, I was like, I just got a $95 parking ticket. I was just picking up a breakfast burrito and I parked outside of the, uh, the Beachwood cafe and then I come out three minutes later, I have a, a massive ticket. And I was, as I'm learning these techniques about like self betterment, I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get angry. Uh, I'm just gonna like, okay, whatever it happened. She's like, you know what you say? It's like, I'm so blessed to be able to give back to the Los Angeles community by paying my parking ticket. I was like, you know, that that's great. But it's also, uh, it's not that great, um, but sure, I'll, I'll just go with it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. <laughs> no, no. Oh, that's that's awesome. Yeah, that that that's a, such a. I think that's such a useful technique and in, in something that, you know, just, you know, like this idea of sort of just trying to see the positivity in things. It really does matter. And I mean, if you're always focused on all the bad things that happen to you, like why me mentality, then I feel like you're just you're like a magnet for more. You know, yeah, and like you just did it today. You know, we uh, your Wi-Fi wasn't working, so we were like, let's just power on. You know, you could have been all upset or yeah. whatever, and then we could have just like canceled it. But here we are having a great conversation, uh, and uh, I actually have a an idea for you um, because we didn't get to go live. I don't know if I'm going to tell you that now or. Uh, later, but Whatever. I was thinking if we wanted to actually go live together again, I could paint your energy portrait on the Twitch stream with you sitting right there, dude. Um, yes, that would that be so maybe titty. this is why. Maybe that's why the Wi-Fi went out today. You know, who knows? And dude, I, <laughs> that'd be so titties. I'm so into that. We will do that. Let's do that. I'm I'm writing it down so I don't forget. I don't. Yeah, and I can get a nice little uh, setup with a high quality camera, and uh, we could just. Uh, Let's well, we'll figure it out. I think uh, make the best of the situation. Yeah, well, exactly. And, and, and you know, not to say that I haven't had those moments because when you're learning to live stream and, and you're learning all this stuff, there's so much technology involved. There's so much you, there's so much you got to learn. The, the buy-in is crazy. You know, the, the, the barrier of entry is nuts. So it's like I, I, I've had all those meltdowns. You know, I've had all those like, what the? moments you know because <laughs> it's it's technology man computers just will do whatever the fuck they want all of a sudden it'll flip from a zero to a one whenever it feels like so it's like okay but 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 you've been through it i've walked through the process i've done it and i've done enough work on myself now where it's like whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen uh, all i know is that let's just let's just find out what works for now and just keep moving because otherwise you know like you said, cancel, and then I don't have a podcast, and then I don't have a, I don't have content, and then I'm behind on my schedule, and then I have to figure something else out by by just sort of pausing and not going through with something because you found you you come up with this minor you know hiccup, you've sort of created this whole new pathway of more work or you know you you sort of 
you know, you're carving out a, 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 a pathway of, of just more negative feelings because I'm going to be sitting there, you know, in a week trying to put out a podcast because I, I release on Wednesdays and Fridays. And then Friday comes and I don't have shit and I'm like digging through my stuff and I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do? So like, you're honestly, you're carving out more pathways for more negative thoughts, more negative uh, feelings, more things that you shouldn't, you shouldn't have to do or you didn't have to do, you know, like you're just creating more work for yourself, I suppose, exactly. by yeah. not sort of going, passing through it and, and just, yeah. Going, yeah. And learning how to flip that perspective is like yeah. extremely useful tool. So basically, uh, it's like the way you think about it would be, okay, this fucked up, uh, or this person was really rude to me, or I lost this friend, but then it's like, okay, in Kabbalah, they say, well, that's the light showing you the light. That's the light shining in an area of darkness in your life that needed to be uncovered. Mm. So in doing so, and that being revealed, you'll be able to move forward more fluidly once you, once you dealt with whatever was hiding in that shadow. Wow. That's, that's fucking deep, man. That's <laughs> no, uh, and, and like, I feel like it relates to, I, I, I don't know if you do this, but like part of my meditation, I'll have different mantras for my meditations or even as simple as looking in the mirror and be like, I love you. So <laughs> I love you. I, and it's fucking, it's, I mean, yeah, I used to do that so too, stupid, but in that book, there's a list of them. Um, <laughs> when I was like, really, when I was really, really, really like deep into like changing my entire perspective, I have sticky notes everywhere in my bedroom like so everywhere i looked i'd even start to hang them in my parents like bathroom you're like what is what's going on here i was like just just like let it sit there you know you'll yeah. subconsciously read it all day or unconsciously uh, read it and uh but yeah the mantras do work um, they do you're it's just a, a for a different form of it you know yes yeah you're you're recarving pathways in your head that you've been so i mean so many people are sitting there in their own heads like hating themselves or being like you're so stupid that was so dumb stupid stupid you know like they'll just sit there and eat themselves up from the inside and I mean that does nothing but create more more of those feelings, and and then and then the, the horrible thing is that they come out at people that you care about or people that you don't know. Like it could just come out on the freeway, and you just stick your head out the window and you start screaming like a maniac. Let's end it since we are getting here on an hour or so. So um, I would just like you to uh, just so we can get a good ending, and I'll edit this all together so it's not all like whatever. But yeah. uh, but but. Uh, I, I thank you so much for coming on the show today. I'm sorry we had to cut it short, Gray. But uh, if you could, could you tell people how they can find you and uh, and maybe what you're working on next or what we could be looking out for? Yeah. Um, so people can follow me on Instagram at Gray Coots with G R E Y, um, and then my art website which isn't all this is in the link in my bio on instagram is graycootsart.com and you can see some of my music industry work at graycoots.com um and yeah it was awesome talking to you and um what I'm working on next, well, hopefully we're going to be doing a live energy portrait of you on oh, Twitch. Love so that'll be fun. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, and honestly, right now I'm like in the beginning stages of starting like my own like business, like production wise and design wise. So it's been consuming a lot of my time. Um, and 
So that's what I'm doing. And I'm also releasing my first ever couples energy portrait uh, with an actress named Veronica Dash. Uh, so we're going to be doing a little a little uh, video on that. So that will be coming out soon. It's going to be really cool. Uh, it's the first time I ever took two people and put them onto one canvas. Wow. That's really cool. Uh, what 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 is your? I know I know I said we're going to end, but I'm just curious. What is your production company going to be covering? Uh, yeah. So basically, um, I opened uh, my LLC in November of last year, and I'm in the process of booking some new clients. And it's basically just going to be um, anything that. Uh, interests me and I can make money off of. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But I, I really, I've been a graphic designer and art director for quite some time and I've always been interested in video and video direction. Mm. Um, so I'd like the business to mainly revolve around that in whatever form that it comes uh, from doctors to music videos to brands. Um, it's just a very expressive medium. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, the design and it's going to house the video, my design and then my paintings once they start popping off for 10K. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. No, no doubt. No, I, I, I love video, too. Video work is really fun. I, I'm not the greatest, of course, but like I, I work with a couple companies around town and, and I do kind of the freelance thing myself. So I, I that the whole idea, I just started hitting on animation. I just animated yeah. my first thing and it's all just keyframing. So it's nothing special, but it's all uh no no keyframing it, it's just uh the like in uh when video editing i don't know like you can have things floating across the the screen okay. you know okay. just that yeah. kind of thing um uh but but it, it's very it's very basic but it was like a, a it was a i took a uh, I took the concept of South Park and made it into a video. So, like, um, on the South Park website, you can create your own uh, version of you, like a South Park image of you. So, I did that on their website and then took that image. And then I just took different mouth movements because you can just find them on the internet. And that's Actually, what I was... I, I remember doing that when I was younger, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so kind of like a stop motion type thing, but, like, with a little bit more control. Yeah. And it, was, it didn't take as long as, like, you know, having to take a picture and then move it and then take a picture and then, you know, like it's just it's very much i'm working with final cut so everything sort of works together but it's nuts man that's like, what i used to you know what i've gotten a lot of shit a lot of my a lot of my friends are like <laughs> it's like what are you doing why aren't you on premiere like this is ridiculous so many buttons in premiere okay like <laughs> yeah final cut is like uh uh iMovie on crack you know it's exactly. like it's so simple, but you can do so much. Right, that's exactly right. Because <laughs> iMovie is where uh, we probably both started on iMovie, right? Like, oh, I can edit on this really easily. And then it's like, oh, look at this. <laughs> and then it's like, what, now Premiere? No, fuck that. I know what I'm doing on this now. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I, I'm so sorry about the the unstable internet, which the which yeah, Zoom I, is reminding it's us. It's just harder to uh, grasp. <laughs> but hey, man, I, I really do appreciate your time and. Thank you so much, Gray. I really appreciate you coming on the show and sharing your truths. I really enjoyed, you know, talking about his uh, his sixth sense, you know, I guess that's what we'll call it. Uh, his sixth sense that he's trying to train and fine tune now. I, I really dig that. I really 
I really love that. Uh, I love it when you come across uh, these people who, who are in touch with different sides of reality, and it's really interesting. Um, again, go and follow Gray. I'm going to put his link tree in the show notes, and you can also get him at graycouts.com. I'm, I'm sorry, Gray, if I'm saying your last name wrong. I I foolishly didn't ask how you say it, so I hope I'm saying it right, but uh, it, it's G-R-E-Y-C-O-U-T-T-S dot com, and uh, his art websites down there too and his instagram so go and follow him up show some love all right guys um i gotta get going i hope you guys enjoyed this podcast this episode i'll see you guys next week with some new guests and just keep in mind i'm just gonna remind y'all again that coming up we're gonna have a lot of solo podcasts and we're gonna have uh you know different things coming up just until our schedules level out and then we'll get right back into um the the interviews and such so all right guys be good to your fellow human beings hjs for everybody i love y'all stay good